Spice Radio 1200 AM and you're tuned in to the Morning Buzz with me, Natasha. It's Halloween time and today we have a very interesting guest for you. A tete-a-tete with someone who calls herself a witch. She's also an artist and when she's not painting some wonderful works of art, she's making a potent potion to get you what your heart desires. A warm welcome to the show, Mayor. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So, Mayor, uh, my introduction of you was that you're a witch. Is that safe enough to say? Yes, I do. Um, I am a practicing witch. For really as long as I can remember, I've always been sort of pulled to the research of crystals and herbs, and I've really just felt captivated by the magic of what nature provides. And I feel very grounded in that space. That's wonderful. And how do you know that that's your calling? Um, I think definitely an intuitive feeling for that. Um, I did find that uh, it wasn't actually until I was in my adult years in my um, late 30s that there are some very intuitive lines within my family. Um, My mother was very highly intuitive. Um, She used to sense spirits at times as well as she was open to um, spirit encounters in her life, but she never really kind of deep dive or delved into it. Um, And her mother, uh, so my maternal grandmother, passed when my mother was 13. So I never got a chance to meet her. Uh, But she was, you know, in the 1930s and 1940s, she used to get together with her, uh, quote, bridge group. And they would table tap, which is what they used to call seances at that time. um, And they would call the spirit. So personally, I'm a very empathic person, and I tend to pick up on a a lot of people's emotions. And so I use my intuition in that sense with uh, my daily practice. And everyone has this intuition, but some people just have it more stronger than the others. Is there any way to tap into that? Absolutely. Um, there, you know, you can practice into it with uh, being intuitive, with just really listening to uh, your body, your mind, you know, those thoughts that, um, that uh, come to you in those moments of silence through meditation or grounding within nature, um, being around people that... Um, have similar interests or thoughts about, um, you know, being th- those intuitive abilities can really help to kind of open them, as well as just your own openness to the possibility. And Mare, when you say that you are a practicing witch, that definitely makes up for great conversation at the dinner table or at a party. So um, how would you describe what you do when it comes to potion and spells? And do you also have a broom or is that just for fairy tales or stories? <laughs> Um, I, I do actually have a couple of brooms, but those are, um, I mean, yes, they're always used in, in fairy tales and stories, but brooms are often, um, they're, they're tools of, um, in witchcraft and practice. It can be a very personal journey. So what works for me might not work for somebody else, and that's completely fine. Brooms specifically are used for cleansing and clearing spaces, getting rid of negative energy, allowing to kind of that refresh and sweep in that good energy. Um, I also, so when you talk about those uh, daily practices, I also specialize in um, pendulum divination. I work with chakra balancing. I work with oracle readings. Um, and I'm in the process of actually creating my own oracle deck along with the art pieces that I offer on my website or Etsy on Instagram, um, as well as things like spell bags or intention poppets and a natural line of um self-care products like bath salts, like my Dark Knight Detox bath salts, which has become quite popular lately. 
as we move into this um, this colder month of, of winter, we often want to go more internal. We want to go introspective. And it's a very natural cycle in the season. Um, and the Dark Knight Detox is really to allow one to have that self-care ability and remind you that when you um, have those moments when things are feeling like they're crumbling, lots of stress or things shifting, finding what aligns and what doesn't align, in order for there to be light, there has to be the dark. You have to be able to sit comfortably in that moment. And so the salt, the bath soak is meant to be able to give you that space and that peace while you're working through some of those issues. Wow. Now, you, I mean, I'm sure you've seen how your mom or your grandmom kind of, you know, were dealing, say, with, with witchcraft. And now in this today's day and age, do you think the perception towards witchcraft has changed? I do think it has shifted. It is, um, it's definitely much more, it's, it's not so hidden in the broom closet, so to speak. Um, but I still feel, pardon me, that there's still some misconceptions about, about what witches are or what witchcraft is. Um, it's often still very stereotyped within media or movies. Um, and it really comes from this underlying fear portraying witches as evil or malevolent. Um, there are darker areas of magic, but it doesn't always look the way that it's presented in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And that's my next question. What's the common misconceptions that people have that we normal folks have about witches? Well, I think that, you know, every time I see something portrayed with witches, they're very evil. They're meant to be, you know, these dangerous creatures. They attack people or they, you know, curse people or, you know, they, they, they steal children. I don't know. <laughs> you can probably imagine you've heard all these stories in the world. But people really need to understand that witches at our foundational level, witches are teachers. They're wise women and men that carry recipes from their ancestors, passed down generations. They're listeners. Um, they're the safe spaces for people to land when their worlds are literally crumbling. And they're healers, knowing natural medicines through plants and flowers within their own areas. And witches are open to the realms of spirit and guardians, knowing that just because you can't see it or touch it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist and it's not there. Okay, now the next few questions are probably some of probably some of the misconceptions that people have. So I'm going to ask you some questions like, do you cast a spell or a hex on people you don't like? <laughs> so this is a very interesting question. And, you know, I do get asked this sometimes as well. I will not cast upon people unless I am actually asked to. I don't hex other people for other people, though. If somebody came to me and said, I really dislike this person, can you curse them for me? I'm not going to do that. That is very much um, a boundary for myself. A there's a great deal of consent that happens within witchcraft, especially when you are with, uh, like if I'm with a client and they're asking me for something that's very personal for them, it is a very trusted relationship and I don't take it lightly. Um, so it's, I, I don't cast upon people unless, unless I'm asked. Okay, what about, can you make someone fall in love with you, as we see in fairy tales? Like, you know, a love potion. How about that? Yeah, I have heard and, and I have seen a lot of advertisements of, you know, these spells that are, you know, make somebody fall in love with you and it's guaranteed. And again, I go back to that piece about consent. 
I don't feel like you can actually force somebody, make somebody fall in love. That's, that's free will. And that's not something that, that I think magic really touches. Um, but what I would be doing is actually asking somebody perhaps why, what is it they're looking for in terms of that love and point them into directions of looking for that self love or that abundance of love to come into their life rather than specifically seeking somebody to love them. What I find is that I think we forget about putting ourselves first when we are looking for things like this, like love in our lives. And we need to be able to compassionately love ourselves first before being able to be open to the love of everybody else in the world. Now, Mayor, I can see that you have the saltyempath.com. It has a wonderful, a wonderful shop as well, where we can also buy your art, as well as some services, as well as similar pot kits. What else can we shop there? Chakra balancing sessions, as well as oracle spreads, year ahead, three, uh, you know, three, six, nine months ahead spreads, as well as my newest creation that has just been listed on my website are my intention poppets. And these are hand-stitched poppets. They're stuffed with herbs and crystals associated with the attention that you're looking for. So there could be one around protection or self-love. There could be something around abundance, prosperity. Those are becoming uh, fairly popular, as well as the, like, the bath salt and the simmer pot. Natural ways that you can incorporate elements of nature within your home without using toxic chemicals and things that might not be good for our health. And Mary, before I let you go, can you give us a quick DIY potion for, say, calming the mind? We all need that piece, don't we? Absolutely. So I think actually what I would point to would be um, perhaps a tranquility type uh, spell candle. Really easy to do. It's not complicated. First, you just need to pick a candle. A chime uh, candle is generally best. And you can just take a sharp implement, a pin, uh, nice if you're, you can just be careful, and carve your initials into it or a symbol that means something for you, a peace sign or something that calms your, your spirit and grounds you. And if you have um, flowers or herbs that you feel connected with in your home, there doesn't have to be very specific ones. Witchcraft does not have to be complicated. It can be very easy and it's very intentional as long as it's intentional to you. You can roll the candle in some of those herbs, anointing it, it with just a little bit of all, um, oil, olive oil, almond oil, anything you have in your home. Light the candle and you're going to sit in front of it and you can gaze, you can journal, you can meditate. And while you're doing that, you are putting your intentions into the universe. When it's finished, making sure that the candle has extinguished safely, give a thanks of gratitude to the universe, spirit, to guardian, angels, whichever you feel it's called to do, and then go about your day. And that is as easy as witchcraft can actually be. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Mare, for your time this morning and for enlightening us on everything magic. You have a beautiful day ahead. Thank you so much. And I thank you again for inviting me to be a part of this. It was our pleasure entirely. We were in conversation with Mare, an artist and a practicing witch. Her Instagram handle is the .salty.impat or at the saltyimpat.com. It's back to more music right here on Spice Radio, 1200 AM. You're with me, Natasha.